We'll take a break from your twerking and get your headphones on. It's time for another installment of the Action Figure Blues podcast. You're listening to episode number 94 for the week of Wednesday, the 4th of December, 2013. I'm Scott, and with me tonight are... Adam. And Justin. This episode is brought to you by ShelfLife.net and ActionFigureBlues.com. Tonight, our Toy of the Week is the DC Collectibles Batman vs. Killer Croc Statue 2nd Edition, and our discussion topic is repaints, yay or nay. gentlemen how are you not too bad how are you my friends i'm well good adam yeah i'm good so justin we haven't heard from you for a tiny little while what have you been up to um in the past couple weeks i celebrated my 15th year wedding anniversary yay congratulations thank you and broke my finger but they're not related (laughs) good good (laughs) how did you break your finger uh, participating in sporting event. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a secret sporting event? Or a... No, no, it's okay. just a game of friendly touch football. And Yeah, not so friendly, obviously. No, no, well, it was actually just a little mishap with the ball, hit my finger and bent it back, and that's it. I'm getting old and frail, and my bones can't cope with it anymore, obviously. Uh, Need to yeah. drink some more milk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Adam, what about you? I went and saw Thor 2 last weekend, didn't think much of it. Other than that, nah, nothing much for me. I love Thor 2. Yeah, well. I thought it was better than Thor 1. I thought it was better than Iron Man 2. No, I thought it was definitely worse than Thor 1. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry that you're wrong. That's <laughs> no, okay. I mean, we can't always all be right like me, so... <laughs> <laughs> And what about you, Scott? What have you been up to? Uh, well, I um, did a act of parental love and saw Hunger Games Catching Fire today because mm-hmm. my daughter is a fan, and it was fine. Like, um, I mean, it's you know, it's fine. It's not my thing, but I, it was a fine movie. And um, I mean, I love Jennifer Lawrence; she's just awesome in anything. Um, so yeah, that was good. And otherwise, been working, working. And uh, on my way back to Adamtown next week Yay. for more working, working. <laughs> and otherwise, yeah. Oh, actually, I had a really funny thing happen to me this week. I I often go down to the local Westfield for lunch, mostly just to have a bit of a walk around and get out. And uh, I drove past, try, trying to find a spot, I drove past... Uh, this old couple right at the kind of exit to the car park and they seriously they both looked like they were you know late 80s and they were both very small and they had bought like 10 folding metal chairs and had them all in a shopping trolley which the the back of which had kind of flapped open and the metal chairs were spilling out into the ground and I was like, oh those poor things you know someone will help them took me about five minutes to find a park and get get up there, and lo and behold, no one's helped them. Everyone's just walking past them, and the poor things are just in a state. 
So, of course, you know, I stopped and we worked out how to get the trolley to not vomit out the metal chairs. And uh, then I said, so, you know, you guys need some help to the car. And they were like, no, 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 we'll be fine. And I just said, I'm coming to the car. Let, where's the car? Let's just go. You guys are going to get killed. If you're get so it's very cute. And then they're like, thank you, thank you. They're trying to give me money. I'm like, no, no, it's fine. Like, Try to give you two, Bob, yeah. for your efforts. <laughs> but I just thought, you know, it's so sad that, you know, how could you just walk past people like like that? I just don't get it. Like, you know, anyway. Yeah. You see things on a daily basis. I yeah. think, I hate to say it, but probably one of our, our generation is probably the last to have manners. <laughs> yeah. It is a bit sad, isn't it? It is. Sad, sad. You know what's not sad? My beautiful youngest daughter made me a surprise dessert and brought it in and put it on the podcasting table along with a I love you, daddy note. Isn't that cute? Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, not that I don't want to keep talking about dessert because dessert is awesome. Um, but we do have a show to do and thanks to technical gremlins it's taken us a long time to get to this point Uh, so I think we should get started with some articulated news, what do you reckon? Agreed. Plan. 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 Alright, we'll be right back with some articulated news Armor up Iron Man Engage interlock mechanics Armor up War Machine That's critical B Attach from battle computer module My brain blast will make scrap metal of you Not in this lifetime, Mordor with my rings, I rule the land and sea. I'm just undersea dome. I'm here to make waves, Mandarin. Iron Man, War Machine, Hydro Armor, Iron Man, and action figures, each sold separately. Well, as always, we start each episode with a bit of news. Now, we normally say that articulated news is not all of the toy news that happened this week, just the things that interested us. But this week, I think articulated news might be all of the things that happened this week because there wasn't actually a lot of news that we could find anyway. But we've got what was there, and Justin is going to get us started. Okay, my first bit of news is the Kotobukiya Captain America Marvel Now Artifact statue. A few months ago, we saw the sculpted... Uh, framework of this and now we're seeing the pictures in all their splendid glory mm-hmm. uh, follows on in a one-tenth scale and i think we've seen releases of black widow and hulk in the scale as well yep um i don't have any other information about price but I'm sure it's going to be right up there these are i mean i wonder if these are going to be in the same realm as the dc ones because they've been pretty reasonable actually like, i think they're kind of retailing for around 40 us they get up to the 70 80 mark here but um, that's I think because we don't have a direct Kotobukiya um, distributor in Australia, oh, so they have to be imported. Mm. Um, but yeah, well, these. If they get through the yeah, if they get through to all the Avengers, yeah, it would be a, a great looking set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, good fun. This is not yeah. my. Oh, actually, when you look at the um, picture of him just straight on, it looks really funny. His mm. neck looks too thick, or I don't know. I'm not a massive fan of that that helmet. Mm. Each to their own. I don't mind it so much in the in the movie, but mm. it looks weird. Just this this is not the best um, translation to toy of it I've seen. Yes. Yeah. But um, something else. It's, uh, okay. Second bit of news is the Hot Toys Avengers Bruce Banner and Hulk set. Mm-hmm. Including this is the Bruce Banner the movie Mark Ruffalo set. Uh, he will be coming in one six. Oh, sorry, one six scale, and the Hulk will feature a separate head with rolling eyeballs, 
It's specially sculpted muscular body uh, that also includes a diorama, diorama of the Shatari soldier and has metal-like structural steel also included in the diorama. There's so many extras in this. There's hands, extra hands for Bruce Banner for holding glasses. It's quite a now, spectacular piece. What does It says regional premium edition. What does that mean? I don't know. I looked at that as well. I'm not too sure. Apart from it's available for selected markets only. Mm. Okay. Mm. Probably makes sense. Mm. Does this mean, though, that Bruce Banner is not going to be sold separately? Surely not. No, I think this is the set. Uh-huh. This is it. Oh, mm. I'll be cranky. Yeah, well, there's no price to this as well. And, you know, what they've done, re release the same Hulk, basically. Yep. Surely <laughs> 42 centimetres tall. Well, surely they this... can't do that to us. No! I think they're going to. <laughs> the... Oh, come on, guys. I've already got the Hulk. I want the Bruce. Mm. You have eBay. You probably need eBay to get, you know. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll just maybe I'll sell my other Hulk. If I have to buy this, I'll have to sell my other Hulk to do it. Boo! Surely not, guys. I'm just telling you now, sideshow, that if this is the only way we can get Bruce Banner, you're going to get a red card from the Action Figure Blues podcast. Mm. Do you really, really want that? (laughs) Think of what that 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 chattering. (laughs) <laughs> Think of what that will do to your reputation, guys. Come on. <laughs> All right. Far out. Something else? Yes. Third piece of news we have from, or the third, third piece of news is from NECA. It's a Diablo 3 uh, Diablo action figure. So this is from the role-playing uh, video game. This version is a Reaper of Souls expansion pack. That's what it comes from. It's nine inches tall. The tail will measure to 12 inches long. It has 25 points of articulation, and it's up for sale now, or it's up for pre-order for $24.99. So there you go. I've been able to include, include a price on one of these things. Tonight. Mm. Is it meant to be a lady demon? I haven't played this since the first game, so I'm not too sure. Back in the late It just kind of so. looks like she's got boobs, that's all. Yeah. That's probably good indication that it's female. Well, I mean, I can't tell if it's meant to be. Bo- <laughs> I can't tell if it's meant to be boobs or not. Yeah, I think so. They're child-bearing hips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like a Tim Miller demon with the <laughs> thin, thin waist and the big yeah. ass. Yeah. I think you need to lift up the tail and find out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know that I want to be caught doing that. <laughs> we um, this is total nothing to do with, but we had guinea pigs when we were in Canberra, and we got them from a a friend who bred them, and she'd taken them to the vet because she said oh, we wanted three, and she um said I want to just make sure that I give you all the same sex so that you don't end up with thousands of guinea pigs, mm-hmm. and the vet said they're all male. And so, fine, so we took them, da, da, da. And then, and she had one as well that she kept. And then she called us about a week later and she said, I'm not sure, I think that these might actually be female. So we were literally, I'll never forget this, we're sitting on the couch with um, Janet holding the guinea pigs in her hand, kind of spreading the legs to look at the little bits, <laughs> and me on the internet, basically looking up guinea pig kitty, kitty porn. You know, like, <laughs> so trying to... And then we're, Trying to work out <laughs> which, 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 which
girls, which was a huge trauma because we'd already named them. And so then, of course, they had to be renamed because they all had boy names and then they had to have girl names. So they never knew who they were. I don't know. Are, are there any worse pets than any sort of rodent to, to get? Uh, the attraction just goes, I find, after about three weeks. Uh, do you know, I, look, the guinea pigs are actually pretty huge. Like they're, I mean, you know, for, for what they are, they're, they're pretty cute. They, when they hear you coming, they squeak and, you know, they're yeah. pretty, they're, and they're, they are kind of affectionate. Like, I mean, it's not my pet of choice, but they were good little pets for our, our kids when they were young that they could actually look after and you really have to take responsibility for them and mm. whatever. But I'll never forget the little guinea pig sexing um, incident. Anyway, we got there from toys from Demon Lady Demon Toys, um, and it was Adam's fault. So Adam, you can do news now. Thank you, Scott. And uh, once the AFP have finished coming through and raiding the the Action Figure Blues headquarters, um, <laughs> what they'll find is that uh, Funko Pop have announced another wave of Game of Thrones, or if you're a book reader, a Song of Ice and Fire mm-hmm. uh, Funko Pops. This time you get Bran, you get uh, Drogon, yours, uh, Ghost, Hodor, King Joffrey, Tywin Lannister, and Ygritte. And each of these goes for twelve fifty. In the in, in the states. In the states. Yeah. Here you could expect to pay twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> we discussed my um, developing Funko Malays. Yesterday, and this does nothing to demalaze it. Something else. Something else is Mezco have announced a rare run of uh, Living Dead Dolls Presents Sadako, so from the Ring films. Uh, apparently, it was originally produced as an exclusive for Japan, and they're only doing 200 for releases in the US. Ooh. Mm. Yep. This is like um, Baby Cousin It. Yeah. Yeah, pretty freaky movie, actually. Yeah. These ones get the crap out of me. <laughs> it will not surprise you to know that I have never seen it <laughs> and have no intention of doing so. Something else. Uh, finally, is um, it's from Arts Figures, uh, a one-sixth, I believe it was, Nick Cage from The Rock as our good friend, Stanley Goodspeed. Um, so... He comes with a wax level head cast sculpt. He's got a, a black t shirt and leotard. He's got a vest on. Apparently, he's got white panties. I don't know why they've yeah, told us that, that, but what? okay. <laughs> comes with a backpack and holster, gloves, uh, tactical lights. He comes with a, a pistol, a wire cutter, uh, shoes, and chemical and biological weapons. They're only toys that they're not actually chemical and biological weapons. It's okay. You can let <laughs> kids have them. Mm-mm-mm. I like those little green bomby things, whatever they're meant to be, from the movie. Yeah. That's pretty cool. All I can think is that this is really going to satisfy all the people that have been screaming for collectibles from a 1996 Michael Bay film. Like, this doesn't... I don't get it. It was when Michael Bay was good and Nicolas Cage was huge, so... Yeah, Yeah, but it's it's a pretty old property to kind of come back to now, that's all. I'm pretty sure it's like the precursor to them doing Wicker Man figures or something. <laughs> it's a great Nick Cage um, head sculpt. Yeah. That's awesome. It's... You could whack it on a Superman uh, Man of Steel. 
I could never look at him the same again after The Knowing. Oh, yes. That that film, like, seriously, I just kept, I, I stuck with it because I kept thinking, it, it, it can't be this bad. Yeah. Like, it, surely it's going to have some sort of, or was it, it was Knowing, not The Knowing, just Knowing. I the one kept, I, yeah. I really, I used to really like him, but mm. I think it was was it Bangkok Dangerous or something like that he was in, as some sort of private investigator through Thailand. That oh. was it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't even ring a bell. Oh, I gave him a second chance with uh, Bangkok. Bangkok Dangerous. That's it. Yeah, uh, that's not from me. That's IMDb. So don't. <laughs> <laughs> not that not that you shouldn't be impressed, but don't be impressed over that. That's what I'm saying. Um. And then I've got a bit of news, and this starts to bleed into our theme for the evening, which is repaints, because Sideshow has got a couple um, up. And one is a X-Force version of the Deadpool uh, premium format statue. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd love to hear Ben's thoughts on this, being someone who owns the red and black version about how he feels about it. Now, I mean, it's not exactly the same, and there's no um, chicken. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think it's pretty much... Is it the same pose? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... The whole X-Force variant thing, I just don't kind of get. But anyway, there you go. And uh, particularly not at this um, size and price. But we'll talk about that in our topic, I think. But this can be used for 360... U.S. Smackeroonies. Wow. Yeah. There does not appear to be an, a Sideshow exclusive version. Um, and, uh, yeah, I thought it would be interesting to see how this how this goes. I think some people will be very excited because some people seem to just go crazy about the X-Force. For, I mean, it was, you know, it was a great series. and mm-hmm. but People go nuts for Deadpool. I, I, I really don't get it. <laughs> we have Deadpool. His name's Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, I, I like Deadpool, but not um, not three hundred and sixty dollars worth, and definitely not three hundred and sixty dollars worth twice. I like that Clint Eastwood movie, uh, the Deadpool. <laughs> the Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> it was Dirty Harry. Oh, yeah, but it wasn't the best Dirty Harry ever. Yeah, it was um, better than the Gauntlet, but hey. And then uh, just um. Just to rub salt in the repaint wound, Sideshow is uh, coming out with their second repaint of the uh, Baroness premium format figure. So there was the original one, and then there was a a blue one, and now there's a red one. Crimson Strike. Skittles. (laughs) That's right. And... um, this, I have to say, this looks utterly ridiculous as far as I'm concerned. The red with the metallic red yeah. brassiere yeah. just does not work at all. It looks like bad cosplay. Yes. Bad, bad, bad. So far Seems out. like a welder or something. Like a what? A welder. Yeah, that's <laughs> Flash dance. Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's bad. Bad, bad, horrific. Uh, and it's a shame too because the, the original black one is hot stuff. Um, but there you go, there you go. Um, I think that's all the news. 
Yeah. It definitely uh, bleeds in nicely to our topic on repaints later on. Yep. Um, but be, of course, before we get there, we've got some things to do. And the first one is to hand over to our good friend John for another installment of everybody's favorite podcast game, Name That. That's right. This is John, a.k.a. Engineer Nerd, back after a turkey-induced coma from Thanksgiving. I had lots of wonderful pie and um, all sorts of good eats while I've been off this week, and I'm back to bring you another installment of Name That. As last time we left you, we heard a little commercial snippet that sounded like this. You energize his heart, lungs, and body fluid into pulsating action. Then load a mission disc into his brain. Imagine you make his heart beat for land adventures. His lungs pump for high-altitude missions. And I'm really beginning to think that Eddie 3429 over at the AFB forum is really 3,429 people because he's gotten a fair amount of these, including this one. He knew this was a vintage Pulsar toy. And if you don't know what Pulsar is, he best described it as um, kind of like the $6 million man with more guts and gooey stuff inside of him. Really kind of creeped me out as a kid, and I really didn't want one at all. So anyway, go look that up if you're curious. And moving on to this week's sound, it sounds a little something like this. Heavy metal cycle zeroes in and fires. Ah! But his evil tries to get even. Deploys his secret weapon. And one more time. Heavy metal cycle zeroes in and fires. Ah! But his evil tries to get even. Deploys his secret weapon. As always, you know, you could be like Eddie, come over to the forum, make a guess, you get it right, you get a forum point, and maybe you could trade that in for a cup of coffee and a piece of pie somewhere. You just never know. And if you'd rather play the picture version, come on over to TV and Film Toys on Tuesdays and Thursdays where we play the picture version. As always, happy holidays and peace out, people. ultimate man of adventure. You energize his heart, lungs, and body fluid into pulsating action. Then load a mission disc into his brain. Imagine you make his heart beat for land adventures. His lungs pump for high-altitude missions. Pulsar, imagine you energize him for exciting feats of strength. Well, now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. Each episode, we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail. It could be something new or something uh, favorite or odd from our collections. And uh, tonight, it is my turn to have Toy of the Week. So over to me. Yay, me. Go, Scott. <laughs> now, this is a, an interesting um, item I'm doing tonight. This is the DC Collectibles Batman vs. Killer Croc Statue 2nd Edition. And uh, it fits in with our repaint theme, and I'll explain in a moment. The original uh, Batman vs. Killer Croc statue, I think, is about four or five years old. And this was a uh, DC Direct uh, 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 issue, of course. And it uh, was the blue costume Batman. And it was a sellout. And it's something I remember seeing at the time. Maybe it's not quite that old, actually. It might be kind of more uh, three, 
three or four years old. I remember at the time looking at it and thinking, wow, that is so cool. And then for whatever reason, not actually getting around to pre-order it. Then I saw some reviews, etc., and thought, wow, I really want this. And this went absolutely nuts on the secondary market. So by the time I got around to being really serious about wanting this in my collection, because I love these classic confrontations, um, this was easily going for seven, eight hundred dollars on eBay. And very rarely on eBay, I had a search on it for ages and it would only rarely come up and, uh, only, um, you know, go for those sort of prices, which I just obviously wasn't prepared to pay. Now, there were only 1500 of the original and I'd pretty much given up ever owning this. And then it was announced that they were doing a second version, which is a black costume, uh, repaint version and, uh, some differences for, for Killer Croc as well. And so, as you can imagine, I went for it. I pre-ordered it um, through a big bad toy store, and I'm very happy to own it. Uh, but before I do my review, I do have to talk about a little snag that I hit. Um, just just in terms of the, the structure of this, if you haven't seen it, this is an amazing piece of uh, Killer Croc bursting out of a some sort of manhole sewer, and he's holding... Uh, Batman by the left arm and Batman's kind of stomping on him and uh, about to punch his lights out, obviously, because Batman's clearly going to win. <laughs> now, the the first thing that surprised me when I opened this was that this is all one piece, which I really was not expecting. I thought, you know, for sure this is going to be two pieces put together um, and, uh, you know, definitely be a bit more modular. But so surprise number one was this is all one piece. Surprise number two for me is that mine was broken. Ouch. Wah, wah. Yeah, for the price. Yep. So, but thankfully it was a very clean break. And this is, uh, the break was between um, where Killer Croc is holding Batman's left arm, uh, but just at the shoulder. And it actually, probably not so much a break as just a, a join that had come apart. Um, so I was able to super glue it really quickly, easily, and you couldn't even tell, you know, and uh, like, I'm not the kind of person that would have to return it just because it was broken. I mean, I'm obviously never going to sell this. Um, and as long as I can repair it and can't tell that it was broken, I really don't care. And thankfully that was the case with this, but I do think, you know, it's a, as soon as I saw that it was all in one piece, I thought, wow, that is a really risky risky move um yeah. but now i mean he's perfectly secure now i don't expect to have any um any trouble with it but thankfully it was a clean a clean break yeah so i'm not going to hold that against the statue um because that may just be i mean obviously it's had to come to australia etc but uh still you know was a bit of a, a bit of a nasty surprise yeah and looking at it, it's probably the best place for a for like a pin or something to be placed in it so if it, if it did come in two pieces, logically that's where you'd think it joined together. Exactly. That's I mean, yeah. and and really, uh, you know, I, I think that would have been a much better way to construct it because yes. it is, you know, it is tricky, and um, particularly then when it's sitting in packaging um, together like that, it just it's a, a bit of a construction. Maybe I'm going to hold it against it. Mm. Mm. Anyway, now just to interesting thing about this, as I said, the first. Uh, edition, the blue costume edition was an edition of 1500. This one is an edition of 2500. 
Okay. Um, so, you know, popular statue. Um, but it raises, you know, questions that we're going to talk about later of, yes, it's a different one, but, you know, do, I want, do people who own the original feel like this devalues their statue? I don't know. Um, for me, I'm happy that I can actually own it. Um, so I don't, I wouldn't, I don't care, you know, if he, if he's black costume or blue costume, cause it's really just about the, having the piece itself. Yeah. So this is a 2013 uh, release and acquisition. Uh, the retail price was 249 uh, US dollars. Obviously, a little bit pricier for me with shipping. Um, but one thing, one of the things I love about the Big Bad Toy Store pile of loot is that you know, even when uh, you obviously something like this is going to be shipped by itself. When you add that into a pile of loot, you do not get charged the full amount of shipping that you would just for the the box on its own. So yay, big bad toy store. We love you. Uh, this is a very tall and very wide statue. It's 16.5 inches high. It is 12.75 inches wide and, uh, only 9.75 inches <laughs> deep. That's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty and scary. Cool. Yeah. Um, my, my concern was because I, I as, as you've probably seen photos, my, Big DC direct DC collectible stuff is now in IKEA Dedolfs in the in the front hallway of the house and looks absolutely awesome, and uh, and a lot of them are those kind of you know multi character statues. So I was worried that this was going to be too big to fit, but it's not. It will fit in the Dedolfs. So I'm happy about that. Yeah. Um, uh, but it will be going on the bottom because it is heavy, yeah. heavy, heavy. I'm not going to be sitting on it on a glass shelf. It's not actually quite as heavy as I thought it was going to be, but it's still. It's solid. So in terms of, I guess, just what's different about the two statues, obviously we've got the uh, black costume Batman, but Killer Croc is actually a bit different as well. He is um, a slightly different shade. His scales or skin are greener um, than they were in the original. The original has got a kind of lighter almost browner sort of tone to it. This is greener. It doesn't bother me. I mean, he's Killer Croc. He looks like Killer Croc. All good. Um, the sculpt is amazing. Now, this is a Ray Villafane sculpt. Um, Ray Villafane did a lot of stuff for DC Direct, um, but doesn't do so much lately because he, if you don't follow him on Facebook, um, it'd be really interesting to do so because he is now a professional pumpkin sculptor. Works for one month a year. No, no, it's it's absolutely insane. Like he go, he goes around the world. I think he's actually got a television show, and he goes he goes around the world, um, sculpting the most amazing pumpkins, like huge, huge, weird things out of out of pumpkins. It's just unbelievable, um, and you know, big ones, small ones, weird faces. It's just the the most amazing thing that you would look at stuff and go, how in the world could you possibly do that? with a pumpkin but he does and he does stuff like at events and that sort of thing it's just it's amazing he's a pumpkin carver well there you go yeah i'll put some photos in the enhanced podcast it's just to check it out on seek (laughs) yeah that's right see if there's any openings (laughs) yeah no but like you know he does some amazing stuff but i don't think so much um sculpting anymore from villafang studios but this is a you know an awesome piece um there's some amazing detail. Batman's got a bit of um, claw, kind of claw ripping in the right leg of his costume. Um, 
Killer Croc has, is beautifully sculpted with all of his scales, etc. He's also got a couple of batarangs um, stuck into him, and he's bleeding. There's some, uh, you know, interesting little prop pieces like the um, manhole cover for the sewer, and then there's some um, bones as well. So I don't know where they're coming from, but <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um and uh the the scales on Killer Croc are beautifully done. His teeth are beautiful, his um like beautifully sculpted, not beautiful, they're ugly. Um his uh tongue is hanging out. It's a beautifully sculpted dynamic dynamic piece. Um the cape Batman's cape is just amazing. You know, the the the, the way that it's um all furled out. It's just a, a beautiful piece. Paint is, um, you know, I'd say near perfect. There's a tiny little noticeable line on one side of Batman's face where his um, face meets the, the cowl um, that is just a tiny bit painted over, uh, but Killer Croc's perfect. Um, really nice mix of just kind of different uh, sheens. And one thing that is really amazing in this piece is um, Killer Croc often is shown with sort of bandages, you know, around his um, forearms. forearms. And I swear that this looks like bandage material. You know, it, it's not. It's it's sculpted, but you just like you keep. I keep touching it because I keep thinking mm. that's bandages. You know, like these, <laughs> yeah, like it's 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 just amazing that you can sculpt things to give it the appearance of that that kind of texture is uh, really cool. Mm. Um, one thing that I thought, one thing that was a bit strange about this was that Batman, when I unpacked him, um, is covered in a lot of white powder. Um, mm. I swear, okay. officer, it was nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> dear, oh dear. Um, but look, it's a beautiful piece. I'm going to knock one point off for the structural thing because I think you're right, Justin. I think there could have been a, a judicious use of pins there. Oh, so um, giving it a five out of ten. No, <laughs> no, this isn't. This isn't a Justin Dolly rating. It's a Scott Dolly rating. Okay, just let's just clarify that. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to go eight. I think that the um the uh the, the design there, you know, it really should be a two piece statue. It would be a lot more secure if it was. Um, mm. Makes me nervous about ever having to store it. So hopefully I'll never move and that'll be fine. Um and. Uh, and then one for that bit, bit of paint work, which could have been a bit better. But it's a solid 8 out of 10, and I'm so thrilled to add this to my collection, even though it's a repaint. Okay. All right. I have a couple so, of questions. Oh, <laughs> good, good on you, Justin. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the pictures of the original statue, and the cape on the outer appears to be a different shade. It's obviously blue and black on the inside. Is it? It's hard to tell from that pic, but is the cape two-tone? Like, is the outside darker than the inside? Um, I... I think it actually is, yes, but only it's very uh, notice. It's it's not very noticeable, but it is a little bit lighter on the inside than the outside. Yes. All right. Yeah. And just for the pose, do you think Batman would have time to release a a rope and jump down as he was jumping out of the sewer? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I I totally forgot to mention that he's got a you know a what's obviously a batarang deployed, which is wrapped around King Killer Croc's yeah. snout. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's pretty handy, the old Batman. 
know? <laughs> it's, a, it's a beautiful piece. I prefer, obviously prefer the blue and grey costume because that's my guy, but this is a striking piece. Yeah. So, I've got a question. Yes, How much is it going to bother you that there's different shaped batterings in play? Different shaped batterings? Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, well, certainly um, there's a – do you mean shape or, like, size? Uh, shape. I can't see the difference in size, but I'll take you where if there is one. Uh, the batterings look the same same to me. What about between the left side of it and the right-hand side? There's one on his right-hand shoulder that looks like it's different shape. Uh-oh. Different symbol. Mm. I can't tell. They don't look They look the same to me. I'm going to decide they're all the same because that would really annoy me. <laughs> <laughs> that would be another point off. Yeah, that's right. Well, if we, you know, Justin would be giving it a zero now. <laughs> I'm sure. But... <laughs> Yeah. Now, look, I'm I'm very happy to own this. Thank you, DC Collectibles. Right. Well, that wraps up Toy of the Week. We will be right back in a moment to talk about the new things that we've added to our collections. Ah, the father and son road trip. Just a little imagination and you're good to go. Desert highways, scenic vistas, overly active wildlife. Did they just build a souvenir stand that sells extra hair? Nice! Yes, when you build together, the possibilities are endless. So, gentlemen, hold on to your hats and start your Lego road trip today at buildtogether.com. Well, Feed of the Addiction is our little roundtable discussion where we share what we bought or didn't buy or pre-ordered or didn't pre-order this week. And Adam, you're first. Thank you. I have bought a few things for Beck for Christmas, so I can't really talk about them on air. And other than that, uh, I'm still waiting for my box from Big Bad to come. This is what I get for shipping with USPS rather than UPS. <laughs> Not happy. Yeah, that's what I do. I do the Express with them. Yeah, I, you know, it saves a little bit for going USPS, but I'm just going, uh, I'd rather just have them within a week yeah. ship via UPS. <laughs> Justin, what about you? Um, I contacted our good friend, Mike S., last week, I think it was, and ordered the three figures from the Rocket Raccoon Wave that I needed to build that uh, builder figure. Mm-hmm. And they came here in record time and also got uh, Master of the Universe Classics, Goldor and Seahawk. Seahawk. Seahawk is uh, a pirate, don't you know, from uh, Shira. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. From Shira, and Gildor is a mini comic uh, figure that uh, character rather. They got a figure in the end, so it's a pretty cool looking figure. Think of like an albino uh, Mister T, and yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to think about that. Okay. <laughs> well, what's his backstory? He's you know, is he an entire male or? An entire name like Gel- Yeah, name like Geldorf. <laughs> uh, uh, half human, half horse. Yeah. I just can't take you out anywhere. Seriously. I heard he's quite a stud. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Let me talk about what I got. No. <laughs> which, um, I've been doing some Christmas shopping as well, which I can't talk about, but um, we, we do this thing in our house because my, my kids – 
uh, you know, we decided when they were little that we weren't going to do Santa, you know, religious reasons. Or, um, you know, we never said there's no Santa. So we didn't want our kids to be the playground lepers. Um, but we just don't give gifts from Santa. But what we do do is um, we do St. Nicholas Day, which is a European tradition, um, which is meant to be the 6th of December, but we usually do it the first or second Saturday in September. And that's where we just have like a St. Nicholas bag and we talk about who St. Nicholas was and we make St. Nicholas biscuits and da da um, which kind of means that we give more gifts. But anyway, it's all worth it. <laughs> so, and then the Christmas presents are from Mummy and Daddy, not from... Um, so I've done my St. Nicholas shopping because it'll be the Saturday. I'm away for a work haul next week. So I'm all organized with that. Um, but for myself, I got my Club Infinite Earths Ocean Master, um, which I had to buy on the day of sale because, as I said last week, they canceled my subscription. Yeah. And I hate them now and just want them to die. Why? Uh, because... Oh, no, no, I know why you want them to die. But okay. why did they cancel your subscription? Oh, because um, credit card. The, uh, you know yes. the, the, the Grayskull issue where people are having old credit cards mm-hmm. yeah well that happened to me as well okay. um and because i had to change my credit card and i rang up and they said no no it will be fine it will all be fine and it wasn't yep. so and i just was like i can't be bothered I, you yep. don't deserve my money but i want ocean master so um he's pretty cool mm-hmm. uh and then i got my batman um versus killer croc cool yeah anything anyone else have anything else to report not really. Just been doing Christmas shopping behind the scenes as well. So yeah. yeah. There is a Santa here's real. Just kid down. There. <laughs> oh, sorry, kids. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say Santa wasn't real. Strong implications were made. <laughs> I just said religious reasons that we don't have him. He doesn't come to our house because we told him not to. No chimney. No, we have no chimney. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I have that. Speaking of like kids' Christmas shopping. I do this thing every Christmas and birthday where I, I spend most of my time looking for the thing that I think will be elusive and leave the thing that I think will be easy only to discover that it's actually elusive. <laughs> <laughs> so this year I decided that I'm not going to do that. Like I'm, But my eldest wants something that is actually a little bit hard to, to find, so, and I really don't want to pay the eBay prices for it. <laughs> Um, she wants the the Lego R two D two, the big one. Sure. Oh, no, yeah, I know where to get that. Really? Where she listens. You're in Adelaide. Um, come up to Toy Corner. Here's a plug for you. Toy yep. Co- it's called Toy Corner. It's at Pelican Plaza. You go up Northeast Road. You go past Chiefry Plaza. Will be on your right. You cross one of the golden whatever's it is, and it's the next thing next to the Hungry Jacks. Cool. Or just I'll send you a map. Awesome. I'll take it back on the plane with me. Yeah, they had a couple of them. Really. Yep. Well, there was one. At, there's been one at our local Target, and of course, when I finally went to get it, it was gone. Grr. But the kind of it's a bit, you know, like oldish in terms of, um, you know, it's not really at retail anymore. But anyway, I will find it. I'll find it, whether it's Adelaide or not. I'll do it. All right. Enough of that. Let's not wreck any more childhood fantasies, <laughs> delusions, etc. Uh, let's uh, do a red card instead and wreck someone else's day. What is this bizarro world? Well, red card it is that moment in the podcast where we say, what? 
earth. Uh, sometimes it's an outrage. Sometimes it's a bad decision. Sometimes it's a fail. And sometimes it's just an oddity. And I think tonight's red card falls into the oddity category. So speaking of oddities, over to you, Justin. <laughs> oh, I like that oddity. Uh, <laughs> this week's oddity is from Underground Toys. Um, no, I haven't heard of them either, but they're releasing a Weeping Angel stress toy. Now, I'm going to read the little blurb out. It says, Squeeze the Weeping Angel to reveal the terror, the perfect desktop de-stressor. Whenever you are stressed, squeeze or pinch the Weeping Angel and feel yourself relax. The Weeping Angel is soft to touch and move will form in it to its original shape. After you squeeze... Oh, sorry. To its original shape after you squeeze. Keep it close, and whenever you're stressed, squeeze to relax. But whatever you do, don't blink. <laughs> so, basically, it's one of these stress toys. It's a made to resemble a, a porcelain figure. And when you squeeze it, it's arms open and it has a terrible, terrible face. And that's about the gist of it. Yeah. So this is a Doctor Who um, thing? Yes. Yeah. Weeping angels are these... Um, oh, they're actually aliens, aren't they? They're, they are. Yeah. And uh, they look like they don't move, but they actually do. But if you... Uh, what, what can they do to you? They can... Is the the stone guy? Is that what they do? Yeah, the, the, I can't remember exactly what the bad thing is. Like, you know, mm. if you see them, um, then you die. Or yeah, uh, they send their victims um, back in time. That's right. So they send their victims back in time, and they feed on the time energy that happens when they do it. Absolute, so so yeah. they can't. They can't move when you are looking at them um so but if you blink they can move or etc um but yeah i just think the whole concept of um a weeping angel stress toy is like why on earth would you think hey let's um let's license doctor who and make a weeping angel stress toy because you know weeping angels and squeezing them uh i just think it's dumb hmm. 24.99 <laughs> really <laughs> Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this company has some pretty other funny stuff. They have a dirty dancing voice in your pocket. Yeah, that's like what that. I was looking at. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it has to be able to say that no no one puts baby in a corner. Something like that. Dirty dancing voice in your pocket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Love is strange. What? <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Spoiler. Yeah. Hello. Spoiler for real life. Yeah. Well, there you go. Thank you, Justin. No worries. Yep, I'm for, happy to help. And uh, apologies to any Patrick Swayze fans out there. Yes. Um, well, coming up after that uh, really embarrassing moment for Justin um, <laughs> is our discussion topic of the week. Riding the amazing strike cycle. That gyro power sends him over a hundred feet at top speed. Loopy loop, and he's not through yet. Into the dragster. Evil super sprint car with built in drag chute to slow him down. What a hook! And now, the sky cycle. That daredevil death defying supersonic sky plane on wheels. And here he is on the super cool chopper bike with the power that can really rip. He's sensational. He's evil. 
Well, we talked about variants in general on this show before, but in this episode, we're going to specifically look at repaints. So we're talking here about an action figure or a statue whose only difference from the original is a different paint deco. Um, so first of all, I just want to throw out there, um, you know, yay or nay, you know, what, what are the, what's the case for, first of all, uh, paint variants? What can be good about them, guys? Well, I think that if you grew up with a specific, uh, how would you say, costume design, and that's the one you wanted to chase down, if that's the one you're most familiar with, that's the one that would appeal to you mostly. Uh, that's my case four. Okay. Yeah. Um, Let's stick with four. Adam? Okay. Adam? Yep. I'm pretty much in the same boat. So, for example, when we got the, the Modern Legends two-packs from a few years ago and they did the repaints for... X-Force variants and whatever else. We got a um, an X-Force, original X-Force colour scheme of Warpath. True. Okay. So it can give you the the version of the character that you want. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, too, and I guess our, our Toy of the Week is a good example. It can be a way of, you know, putting something in people's hands that they may not otherwise be able to get. So, you know, it is a something like the Batman and Killer Croc statue is obviously a really popular piece. It was a small edition size. So you put it out there, make it different so that, it, you know, it's not confused with the original. Um, but, you know, for me, I, I was happy to, to buy that, even though it's a, a repainted version because I really wanted it. So, you know, that's a that's a positive. What about the case against them? What, what What's bad about them? They can be a headache. They're often short packed. Mm hmm. So they're uh, normally very hard to find on the initial run and you end up paying uh, a premium at the end by a second party or eBay. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I end up with a million on one Wolverines. <laughs> yeah. Or Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Or one thing that I you know think is that sometimes companies can do a repaint of something to say, okay, here's your uh, white costume storm in the the Kotobukiya Bishojin line, but actually it's just a repaint of the black costume storm, and they're, it's a totally different costume. Mm. You know, so you know that's a bit of a you know make no sensey. Yeah, it makes no sense. You know, so that, that like yeah, no, that's not the white costume storm at all. You know? Well, they, they can include the the repainted in a pack of three. Uh, two of the figures that you already have. Oh, yes. As well. Yes. Yeah, that is annoying as well. Mm. So, so some paint variant stuff can be very cool. Um, so what are some examples that come to mind of of good versions of paint variants? Well, for me, the coolest one from recent memory is the uh, NECA Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, the black and white set. Mm. The, Comic accurate mm. set was uh, really really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deathstroke from those are just uh, awesome figures. They are. That you know I've got the the color versions. But, I mean, the, they just sit out there for me as some of the best action figures. Full oh, stop. Yes. Yep. Yep. But I don't have the black and white ones. <laughs> no, me either. Saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, what about you? Uh, I'm just trying to have a bit of a think. Clearly, some of the um, when they did like the what is it the Fantastic Four and the 
Future Foundation or whatever it is that they ended up recalling them. So they did that. It was the same set. They just released them with different colours. That was kind of okay. Oh, yep, yep. It didn't totally, you know, ruin my life. <laughs> um, well, the good thing about that too is that, you know, it was a whole set of stuff in different paints. So you didn't have to buy you know, the whole set to get one figure that you wanted. If you didn't want the Fissure Foundation version, you didn't have to buy that set. Correct. And they'd also done a couple of the other figures, like they did Doctor Doom. I think they might have done a Spidey, but I can't remember, in um, Future Foundation costumes as well. So that was made it less offensive. Um, (laughs) The other ones are things where you get, you know, it's pretty much the constant... In Neon Genesis figures, you get Unit Zero in blue and then you get Unit Zero in yellow because it's the same thing. It just was yellow at one stage and then it was blue. I think they changed that in the, the re, redone anime series that they're doing at the moment. So that way you got both versions and it was the same figure, just different colours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the red and blue Superman from early DC Universe classics the electric ones, you know, that, that, that was a good, good, uh, use of repainting, um, to deliver two different, um, like real entities, um, of, of the same thing. So that, that's one that comes to mind for me, uh, as well. They weren't hard to find, which was good. Yes, that's right. Well, they were both, I mean, that's the thing. They weren't, um, short pack, short patch or running changes. Oh, Oh, God. Start on those. Yeah. Where's my bulldozer? <laughs> I'm going to be as thingy as that as um, Ben is about Hot Toys Star Wars. Well, bulldozer is ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. Yeah. Come on, guys, get it together. Mm-hmm. Get it together. Um, Justin, I on on our list we put together. You put some Masters of the Universe vintage examples. Yeah, well, we have Faker, who's a, <laughs> a blue He-Man just with uh, Skeletor's uh, painted orange uh, armor. Never understood yeah. that idea. I mean, you can couldn't you just tell straight away that He-Man's blue? So he's not going to really <laughs> be too successful in the spy game. <laughs> also, Stinkor is a, a straight-up uh, repaint of Merman. So, except he has a different armor piece. But that that's Mattel's their own property, and they made a billion. Those things will be. Uh, still around and probably end up in landfill with uh, the ET game for the Atari back in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be killed with a stick. <laughs> uh, oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, but that whole concept of you know that was a a line that was all built around reuse of parts and that sort of thing, and that was the kind of charm of it. So, oh, definitely. You know, it's a. It's a totally it's a repaint, but it's a totally different character produced by it, which is cool. Yeah, and when it first came out, being our age, that uh, we probably didn't even notice at all. No way. Yeah. Well, be, being you're at my age, not Adam. But... No, sorry, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I have T-Man, so I'll have you know. They're with their furry underpants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, you know, certainly on the statue um, side of things. You know, think. I mean, the the Batman versus Killer Croc is obviously a a great example of that. Um, but Bowen has done some, you know, good repaint uh, versions. Um, where one one thing about digital sculpting that helps with that is that you can basically produce the same. You know, it's one sculpt, but you can mirror image it and then repaint it. So that's what they've done. You know, with some of their uh, like X Force variants, um, the. Uh, 
Warpath is an example of that, where they did the original X-Force Warpath, the, the red and blue one, and then the new X-Force with the uh, same sculpt, but mirror imaged it with the 3D uh, sculpting and uh, then did a paint variant. You know, that works fine. Um, and that's, uh, you know, a, a decision, obviously, that you make about... Um, Okay, well, which version do I want? And unless you're really desperate for both. But then yes. what about the bad side? Bad, I was going to bring up the Silver Wolverine they released in Marvel Legends, the 25th anniversary from uh, Wolverine's solo uh, comic oh, book. That's... I think you can still buy yeah, three I'm whole. Yeah, sure you can, yeah. Uh, <laughs> spots at uh, Toys R Us. Also, I want to mention Justice League Unlimited. They had over and over again, like we mentioned in the intro, like a three-pack to get a separate repainted uh, Superman. Mm. You'd have to buy Batman for the 20th time to get it. So, mm. Mm. What else? Shit splattered Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yes. was... So this is the uh, poo splattered... I mean, sorry. Clay. Clay splattered variant oh. that came with, with Clayface. But Clayface is yeah. so cool. Oh yes, but that's such yeah. a, that's such a cool figure. I'll take a piece spider Batman for that. <laughs> <laughs> Although a, a wacky, you know, whoever thought, oh, let's let's splatter him in clay. <laughs> really, guys? Yeah. <laughs> really? Kind of limits your ability to explain as well. Well, that's true. That's exactly right. I mean, like, yeah, it was just a bad, bad idea. Yeah, bad idea all around. Uh, speaking of bad ideas, one thing that, uh, going back to the statue side, it's these variants, and obviously, uh, the Deadpool X-Force one is an example, um, Bowen has done this a couple of times as well, where you don't know that the variant is coming, uh, so... Yeah, take take the Deadpool premium format statue, for example. Um, you know, that's not the kind of thing that is that's just another action figure that you can go, Oh, cool, I didn't know that was coming. Mm. I'll spend another twenty bucks for that action figure. These are these are investments, you know, both mm. of money and space. And so yeah. if you really, you know, were thought, Oh, I wish they'd made the X Force version, but oh well, it's Deadpool, I'm gonna buy it. Um, you know, I think you'd be rightfully annoyed. Yeah, um, you can understand from a business point of view why they do that because yeah. if, if it's a, a greater uh, acceptance of one character's uh, uniform than the other, that's why they don't do it. But I understand it would be quite quite uh, distressing when you spend 300 bucks on something and then the variant that you wanted comes out unannounced yeah. <laughs> yeah. six months later. Yeah. But see, yeah. I mean, I don't think – I think if you, you know, look at Bowen as an example um, – you know, they're not not perfect in this regard, but when they're doing different versions of characters, um, they will usually do them all at once. Yes. So take, you know, they did um, Carol Danvers this year, and we knew before any orders were out that there was a Warbird version, there was a classic version, there was a Captain Marvel version all coming out. You know, yep. at the same time. So if you really only want one version, great. You know, if you want all of them, great. Um, but you're not getting, you know, when they did uh, Ant-Man, you know, Yellow, Yellow Jacket, they did every version of Hank Pym imaginable, but we knew they were all coming. Yeah. Um, now, you know, bad example of that from Bowen, we red carded a couple weeks ago the X-Force Sidelock repaint um, because, you know, that's a... 
repaint of not a great statue really um with a a really yeah i I think questionable um quality so i'm not saying they do it perfectly but usually you know yes um another one that comes to mind for me is the uh dc direct i guess dc Collectibles is still doing them the ma commie um pvc figures which are quite you know cute but they do endless repaints of of those um which i I don't quite understand they're obviously very popular um but you know you get your supergirl and then your black costume evil supergirl and uh, etc and um i don't get that yeah i don't get that at all on the the bones and sideshows and stuff like that I wonder whether or not that you know there's a case for him to basically say, look, if you bought the the first one, you still got it, the box, you still got everything, you can put it back in the box. You've got a certificate of authenticity. Send it back to us, and we'll send you out the new one, and it'll be whatever the difference in shipping and price is. Yeah, or like a twenty dollar processing fee or something. Yeah. I, yeah, because I really, I mean, I Deadpool, I guess, is that kind of character where some people would be crazy enough about him that they would own both of them yeah but you know for i would say that the majority of people you know they would only want one or the other um and you know it is a it's a you know the baroness i i don't get that at all but you know i'm not a gi joe guy so there you go yeah you know like why do you need three versions of something um you know when it's basically it's it's the same thing i i think that in the high-end collectibles line world it is a it's a harder thing to stomach like you know those those uh marvel legends two packs that you talked about before you know great like the the you know they had the different deadpool versions etc and that fantastic you know if you're really if you're really keen you know okay yep you might have to spend a bit more to find one of them or get one of them on ebay but we're still talking small potatoes really um but when we're talking you know a four hundred dollar statue yeah. yeah, well, like the, make them at the same time, limit the run, and say this is what we're giving you: red, grey, or what was the other one? Blue. Yeah, exactly. Go yeah. for it. Yep. Yeah. And Iron Man could fall in that category as well. Oh my <laughs> goodness! Okay. Well, I guess there must be a market for it if someone's really into Iron Man. But really, was Iron Man ever cool until the movies came out? <laughs> it was never one of my favourite uh, characters because he was limited to his superpowers. It's just the guy in a in a suit with an alcohol problem. That's it. Anyway, I just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. The um, uh, you know, I guess the reason that this came up was that you know we thought we we talked Adam and I talked last week about the blood spattered Daryl Dixon uh, pop vinyl variant, and that's why we um, thought, hey, let's um, yeah, let, let's talk about this, and it is something that can be a bit divisive you know some people love them some people go oh not another one of those um the i suppose it is a way of um i think it can be a way of kind of drawing completists in in lines like marvel universe etc where you know you make slight changes and some people have to have them even if they've already got x you know other versions of that character um but if you have thoughts about it we would love to hear them please let us know um, but otherwise, I think that we might have done that one. What do you reckon? Done. 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 Awesome. Well, good job, guys. 
Go repaints or a boo repaints or <laughs> you know whatever. It depends. There's no you can't really say yes or no. It depends on the thing, doesn't it? Particular taste, yes. Yes, it's to your taste. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much for that, guys. We will be right back in a moment with some feedback before we wrap up the show. Morp with Talking Space Pack says eight things. Morp Talking Ragdoll says seven things. When you pull the string, you can never be sure what these two will say next. And here's Mork from Ork. An Ork Egg and Mindy Doll, too. Five fun toys, each sold separately. <laughs> Mork Doll with Talking Space Pack. Other Mork Collection toys are each sold separately. New from Mattel. Well, we'd love to hear from our listeners, whether it is uh, an email, a tweet, a Facebook message, or a comment. And uh, tonight we've got a, a few different things to run through. And Adam, you have our first piece of feedback. So over to I you. Do, I, I do, I do. It says, uh, dear everyone, last night I bought a toy and it looked like someone had opened it and then put it back on the shelf. Do you think that's what happened? What are your thoughts on this behavior? Regards, Stephen. I think they should be shot. Uh, actually, like I do it all the time. This is a good way of getting a discount. <laughs> Like, is it like, you know... What are you saying, Justin? Is it, is it like trading in your second-hand games at JB Hi-Fi or something? <laughs> Hang on, just writing that down. <laughs> Please no, tell me I think that's terrible. Oh, good. I was going to say. No. I've seen people hide things in microwaves uh, at stores, so... <laughs> that's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, I hide things. How do you hide but the microwave? So it's like a, you're buying the display unit of the microwave, so you're already getting, I guess, anyway, the, the crap version anyway, rather than the one that's fresh out of the box. Well, I, I think they hide things in there because they don't have them all at the moment, and they come back. Like uh, it's an and then buy the display unit. Yes. Oh. <laughs> or just go back to the microwave and pop it yeah. open and take the thing. Yeah, we're not talking about stealing here. We're talking about... No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, see, I thought that's what we're talking about. No, hiding. Yeah. No, that's terrible. I've never seen that in, in real... In real life, that uh, replacing the, the toy, but I've seen some funny examples. On yeah, forums. yeah. Well, I mean, the the things that you see, I've never seen. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it in real life, but where you know people will um, buy something, take it away, and then return it with the wrong figure in it, and <laughs> somehow ends up back on the shelf. That's always charming. People mm. are scum. I mean, you see the one where people buy the figure and then have opened it and then put the figure back. But it's the right figure. You kind of go, "Where'd you buy it?" Yeah, <laughs> I have a 3D printer. That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay, I've got our next piece of feedback, and it's from someone called Night Owl. Oh, that fucking guy! I was going to say, he seems like a bit of a jerk. Um, seems. Yeah, but <laughs> well, I've only met him once, and you know, he's uh, a hack. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, this is from the AFB forum, and this is in relation to episode 92, which was the. Um, All-American John and Lots of Guests show. And Night Owl says, John, that was a great show. Thanks for getting all those different folks on the show. I really enjoyed it. It made me forget about having nits. Oh, <laughs> so I might have <coughs> made up that last bit. Yeah, okay. you did. Because um, it was crabs. I swear. <laughs> Cleaned it up for you. <laughs> no, but, I mean, that was... Well-deserved feedback, nits and crabs aside, uh, because John did do a fantastic job of putting that show together. And uh, it was great to have all those different guests on as well. Yeah. Above and beyond, I believe he went. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And, uh, Justin, you have our last piece of feedback, which I don't think contains any 
Um, nits or crabs? No. Uh, this is from Tony, Tony, Tony. Um, I think this was from Twitter. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just says, guys, love your show. What other plans for episode 100? Yeah. We should probably start thinking about that. Yeah, look, I, I was floating the idea of sex changes for everybody. Uh, <laughs> that's going to go. I'm, I'm out. I asked my wife and she said no. <laughs> Lack of commitment. Yeah, I shouldn't have asked. You know? How about a, uh, a quiz? Oh, maybe we could, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah we're, we'll get it together, Tony. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> Famous last words. Famous last words. <laughs> First time ever. Yeah, I think we should put John in charge of it because he's someone who can actually get things done. So. Yes, I agree. Uh, yeah. John, um, you're in charge of planning episode 100, but not. we have to be on it. <laughs> you know, like not episode one hundred with all your little friends. Um, Man, that'd be awesome, though. <laughs> what about a play? We could do a play. Oh, I'm very dramatic. Mm, I, we know. <laughs> we could do a. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so, what will you be doing for the next one hundred episodes, Justin? Going <laughs> <laughs> to bed early on a Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> Finding some new friends to play with. <laughs> Joining John on his new podcast. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll, well think of something. Yeah, we'll think of something. Good on you. Well, um, a uh, shout-out to our, our poor friend Eli, who was meant to be here with us tonight, but uh, the internet gods frowned upon him, and he was not able to join us. Mm-hmm. So, hey. Hi, Eli. Hey. Um. And uh, a shout-out to everyone, because we love y'all. Yeah, and we could pimp the forum this week, because the <gasps> custom comps will be finished. Absolutely. So our Characters Unbound custom competition um, finishes, uh, well, tomorrow is the time of this recording, which will be a few days ago at the time of listening. And if all goes well, the entries should be up and the voting should be open. So uh-huh. if you would like to vote on the amazing job that these guys did head over to afbforum.com and i believe it's our probably our biggest turnout yeah direct and saying that yep yeah hopefully something you can build on i already have a couple of other ideas but that'll be released next year (laughs) i will forward sizzle it you will what forward sizzle it forward sizzle yeah okay it's sizzling (laughs) forward sizzle that's it okay um well podcast speak it's it's yeah um if you know what that means, please uh, tweet or message us. In. Um, that would be great. But in the meantime, we're gonna take a take a few days to try and interpret that. And uh, if we survive, we'll come back next week. Maybe. Maybe. Bye, everybody. Good night. Hello, huh? Excelsior. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> sort of died off in the end, didn't it? Forward sizzle. What the hell does what? that mean? It was from a um, used to be a radio show with uh, Tony Martin on Triple M. Okay. Used to have this segment where they used to talk about stuff, but they wouldn't give too much away. So they'd say, "We will forward sizzle this for next next oh, show." Okay, so it's a pop culture uh, reference. Hmm. But just... only ten people would know it. So. <laughs> yeah, not just something weird from Justin's brain. No, no. It had a bit of a dad joke feel to it. So just, ah. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> but I got-
The Action Figure Blues podcast can be found on iTunes and Stitcher Radio and downloaded direct at actionfigureblues.com by clicking on the podcast tab. If you do listen to us on iTunes, please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join in with all of the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, new releases, old lines, and engage in trades and sales in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please don't forget to check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, ShelfLife.net, and the Pop Culture Superstore, who help keep our site running. You can also find us on Twitter at AFBlues and on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash actionfigureblues. Thanks for listening. As always, we start each episode with a bit of news. Articulated news is not everything that's happened out there, but actually, this week it probably is. <laughs> not a lot of toy news this week that we could find, but we've got the uh, the highlights, the low lights, and then the in between lights right here. And um, Justin, uh, just <laughs> there's no colors. I was like, I'm screwed. What's going on here? <laughs> Sorry, I'll just do the whole thing again. Five, four. <laughs> Three. Tony Darko was good. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> okay, I'm prepared to wing this. I have an idea of questions, but you guys have got to respond. Uh, all right. What are horn dog variants? What? We've talked about horn dog variants on the show before. For what? What kind of variant? Horn dog. I'm sorry, I do not understand what you're saying. Read the blue script. Why did you type horn dog? <gasps> I didn't. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it, unless one of you guys went did it, it was probably Ben. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, Ben. Enjoy no sleep for the next 10 years, Ben. <laughs> nice. Funny. Yeah, good to know he hasn't lost his sense of favor yet. <laughs> Give it time. All right, here we go. We're going to do this. Now it's time for one of our feature segments, Toy of the Week. This is where we take turns looking at one toy or collectible in detail. And uh, tonight, it happens to be my turn. Yay, me. Go. <laughs> sure. no, thank, thanks, guys. That was really... Um, <laughs> I just got a bit choked up, actually, by the um, reaction. Please give me a moment, please. <laughs> okay, we're going to do that again, you fucktards. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Five. <laughs> I wasn't meant to be hosting tonight. <laughs> Five. Four.